Third and six, back to throw it out to the right, intercepted, and there's going to be a walk-in, pick six by Fuller. He went right back to the well, and Fuller was sitting right on it. That was Brad Sham with the call. The voice of America's team will join us at 8.40 after a miserable, ugly, ridiculous, maybe hopeless game that the Cowboys played against the Commanders. This is where we unleash you on the Diamond Factory hotline here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. The number is 877-881-1053 after they lose 26-6. 877-881-1053. You want to take it to Dak? You want to take it to the receivers? You want to take it to the defense, the secondary? Mike McCarthy, front office, Jerry Jones, the playoffs, as they're going to take on Tampa Bay Monday night on this radio station. Playoffs, baby. They're in. Sean, they're in. We already knew that. We already we knew, know that. that. We already yeah. knew that. Yeah, but were. we didn't know where they were going to finish. They finished with the five seed. That's impressive. All right, what are the chances? Better than six. So you, you have already dismissed that... They were throwing out a preseason playbook to hide the real stuff. Yes, that's silly, I think. Okay, you think that's silly. What about that they just knew that the Giants were playing third-teamers and Philadelphia was going to win that game? There was nothing to play for. There was nothing really to play for. There were things to play for. Um, like, and like, like I mean, we, we talked about them last week. The offensive line cohesion. The Oh, my God. You think they went into that game going... Yeah, yeah. All right, this is really about offense. The players. No, no, I, yeah, I, th- I think a lot of I think those guys in the line absolutely felt like that was a chance for them to get more reps. CD Lamb said it yesterday. He said we came into this game and we're sure we were going to win. And I, you know, maybe that was it. Maybe they just they came in there a little too overconfident. Thought they would just be able to walk in there. You know what's nuts? I just I had looked this up because it dawned on me that they got their ass kicked by Washington back in 2020 in both games. Four out of the last eight games they've played against Ron Rivera, they've lost by 19 points. What? 19 or more. Four out of the last eight times the Cowboys have played Ron Rivera, they've gotten beaten by 19 or more. Wow. I remember the fake punt game. I think that was in Arlington. You got whooped both games in 2020. You lost by 20 yesterday, and then you got to go back in 2015 when he was coaching the Panthers. They lost by 19 there. All right. Peyton said we need to take this call first from D.C., and the caller wants to be identified as making sense. So making sense. You're first up. Go ahead. What's up, what's up, man? How you guys doing, man? Love the show. What's up? Thank Love you. everything you guys, the content, everything. Thank you. Uh, first thing is up, man. I'm just as confused as you guys are with what happened yesterday. I'm going to say all three phases of the game was some garbage. All three phases of the game was some garbage. Well, I will say with the exception of the defense, they did play pretty good, considering they was on the football field all game. All game, they was on the football field. One, two, three, and out ten times, man, that's just ridiculous. But I will say that this is the this is the worst that I've seen Dak Prescott play since I've been observing Dak play, watching him play, watching his mechanics, throwing off the one foot. I've been – this is the first time that I've seen Dak Prescott play as bad as he's played. Now – I was at a mindset as well that out of all my ranting that I was doing yesterday, I was at the mindset as well that, man, is this something that they're trying to throw off Tampa Bay? <laughs> and yeah. if this is something that they're trying to throw off Tampa Bay with, why even start? Why even suit up? Yep. Because first thing is first, you, you're suiting up hoping that you would get the number one seed. Well, not the number one seed, the, 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 the East Division. That's number one. Well, if you if you notice that Philly was winning the game the entire time, going into the third quarter and going to the end of the third quarter, pull out your starters. 
because at this point in time, you have no continuity, no continuity. You're not, you don't have any identity. Dak is playing horrible. The running defense is only averaging 2.8 yards a game. I mean, 2.8 yards a carry. The defense has been on the football field for a long time, so they're long in the two. So at some point in time, Mike McCarthy has to make the decision to say, hey, get him out of there. Thank you for the call. Well, it comes down to the giant game isn't over, and maybe more importantly, we can't go into the we can't go into the Tampa game playing like this. Yeah, the giant game not being over was 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 crucial. It was a it, it had gotten what to a six point game. Yeah, like there was you had to you had to now. I, I, you could say who you know. You could say who cares? You know the the, the it was off 16, chance. It was sixteen nothing, nineteen nothing, basically throughout. Davis Webb, whoever the hell was, he wasn't he wasn't coming back. Yeah, and winning that game. It was, but it, it was one of those ones where at the end of the third quarter, I think it was between Dallas and Washington, the Giants had just scored that made it nineteen nine, and if they they missed the two point conversion, but if they converted that, there it's a one possession game. It's nineteen eleven. They're a touchdown and a two point conversion away. They finished the game. You know, six-point victory for for Philly. Jalen Hurts was, by the way, that's the other thing. Jalen Hurts does not look healthy. Like he's he is very clearly like that's not just oh he's full go. That that dude is still banged up. He was bad yesterday. You were able to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. I had I had a lot of like I'd have YouTube TV up and I was popping around games and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, in order to believe that the Cowboys went in with a preseason game plan, that means during their prep for the week they said. All right, we got a chance here to win the East and be the one seed. Let's go in with our vanilla game two preseason calls. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't that doesn't add up. Tony, no, it doesn't. Tony in Fort Worth. Tony, you're live on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Go ahead, Tone. Hey, good morning, fellas. Love the show. Been hearing y'all for like three years or so. Um, That's it. So just two things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I started driving. I started driving a whole lot, and next thing you know, the radio came on, and I was listening to you guys, and uh, nice. I've been stuck with it since. But okay. just two things for you guys, and I'll let y'all talk about it. Um, Dak, my goodness, yeah, Oof. that was just, whew, man. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I think that one of the things that we had always uh, talked about, or I had talked about uh, over the past few years with Dak, obviously he's in like year seven now, right? Um, was that he was at least. At least he was consistent. He was he wasn't going to be the greatest. He wasn't going to be a leader or anything like that. But he was going to be a good quarterback for you. He was going to be able to manage the game for you. Doesn't seem like he's doing that right now. I know it's just a one game snapple. We'll see what he does in the playoffs. And then the second thing is, um, at the end of this game, uh, I mean we're twelve and five, and I don't think that I've ever been as disappointed as I am today to be twelve and five. So I'll yeah, with that. and 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 people are going to call Cowboy fans spoiled. You know, by, by saying, oh, you're crying and whining over 12 and 5. Well, this is this is why. This this makes y'all look good if you've been worried since Thanksgiving. Right? You're not just going to be a victim and, and base your opinions. That's a smarter sports fan, in my opinion. That's why I was complaining after the Giants and after the historic quarter against Indy and after finding a way to win against Houston. I'm like, this isn't impressive. None of this is... Is good football. If it happens for one week, if it happens for two weeks, fine. When it happens over a course of seven games, that's a large enough sample size to question your team. And many of you did that. And right now, today, you're looking correct. Uh, John and McKinney. John, 
You're next up on the fan. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. Look, every every year we do the exact same thing, y'all. I'm a Cowboy fan and been for years, and every year we do the exact same thing. I hear people calling here and cry about the end of the year. Look, look, man, we're losing. We're losing. If we were really like that, if we were really truly a tough team and we were really like that, we would have sent the message last night and kicked Washington's teeth in. But we didn't. We got our teeth kicked in. And Tampa's going to kick our teeth in next week. And you know what's going to happen? You guys are going to call here, and you guys are going to cry and complain about the exact same thing all over again. Y'all have a good morning. It does kind of feel like the same thing. Look, again, you put up the poll question, It's it would be 90-10. Everyone thinks we're getting bounced. You know what would be interesting, though? Round and, one. And I'll, I'll do that this week or, or, or whatever. So you are, have you put a poll up already? I have not. I, okay, I'll put a poll up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to put one up each day. And I want to see by Friday. Yeah. I bet, you, I bet you it's 20% different and people have calmed down after the game. But I bet every it's not going to be about the same throughout the week. They will. Oh, yeah. This is always the most upsetting day. But here's the thing about the Cowboys, like we mentioned earlier. They can absolutely... Any given Sunday, lose to anybody in this playoff field, yeah. AFC or NFC. But they are also one of the only teams that can beat any of them on any given Sunday, too. Every yep. team in the postseason, with the exception of one or two, can lose to any of the teams. They can. Like the teams that make the playoffs are generally pretty good. <laughs> yeah, right. They're generally pretty good teams. It's weird how that works. That's why each team in the playoffs, like you, never see somebody with more than about a. I don't know, 15% chance of winning the Super Bowl when they get to the postseason. Because all the, which means that you have a much greater chance. Every team's got a much greater chance of not making it or winning it. Because all these teams are generally pretty good. And, and, and to me, that's why I look at the regular season more in terms of anger than the postseason because you're losing to a good team. Losing to Washington to me would be far worse than losing on the road to Tampa. The problem is. That it's scary how Dak played. It's scary how awful he was. Yeah, it was bad, bad. It's scary, like like awful bad, like blind bad. Mm-hmm. Like some of his throws, like forget about like ah, oh, just a little bit off. He was way off. Like throughout the game, he turned it on a little bit at the end of the second quarter for the touchdown drive to CD Lamb. But just some of the things they were doing, the first down runs, just welcoming third down. Being off of the throws, not targeting Lamb until I think six minutes after the second quarter. Like, it just, I mean, it, it, it felt like they wanted to go in there, order a cheesesteak on Grubhub, and get out of town. <laughs> That's it. Here's Dak on that performance. Uh, for me, I mean, not to use the language, uh, but simple as that. And um, defense, I thought I thought gave us a chance. Did enough. I mean, obviously, some some... Put them in bad positions. Us and special teams did. They're able to, to hold them to a field goal, get a touchdown. Uh, and, um, I mean, I gave a touchdown on an interception. So, I mean, I think defense did did enough, obviously. Um, but for offense, um, just completely not who we are. Um, I don't think I've seen us like that in damn sure the last two years. Um, so, uh, something that as much as, yeah, as much as you, you want to burn the tape and move on, know we got four, there's a lot that we've got to learn from. And, and get better uh, and use this tape. All right, let's get to Xavier in Fort Worth. Xavier or Xavier, uh, you're live on 105.3 The Fan. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. Thank you for calling. 
Hey, I got a I got a uh, a comment in a scenario. My my comment is I, I'm I, how long is it gonna take for Dak to learn from all his mistakes? And I'm sick of all the same excuses that that Dak's been giving us because he I, I still don't feel like he's owning up to anything that he does. Really, if it's the interceptions, the bad the bad throws, and all that. And my scenario is: Do we win that game if Dak sits and they play Cooper Rush? That's all I want to know. Oh, no. About time Cooper Rush got brought up. Oh, I saw it on Twitter, and he was trending yesterday. I saw three Cooper Rush jerseys yesterday. No. Did you make those? Uh, You can can have anything made. They, they, they. You know, I've never suggested that Cooper Rush, that all that stuff, that, that point has been proven. But yesterday, they may have won that game with Cooper Rush. No. Yeah. No, he. I mean, he came in. He didn't look good either. That that entire. Oh my God! You're gonna judge him all the. You judge him how he came in. No, but here's what I'm saying. What? what I'm not losing it. What what do you think? Okay, that's all I'm saying. Regardless, uh, pick six. There's seven points there. Right. And and there's no way Cooper Rush throughout that game could have been that inaccurate. I'm saying like. Just by being safer, I'm not advocating. I'm just I know, saying, I know. you know, in a hypothetical one-game scenario, there's no way he would have been as bad as Dak. It was still a seven-point game at halftime. There's no way he could have been as that. If Cooper Rush couldn't play better than Dak Prescott's arguably worst game of his career, that's then. I mean, you got to give that. No, no, no. I'm not saying he couldn't play better. I'm saying he's not playing. Better enough to win the game. They still lose. Yeah, they still lose because I mean there was the the. I mean look, they couldn't run the ball. Like they run the ball so heavily with Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is not throwing the ball thirty seven times if he's in there. But those receivers are still getting the same amount of separation they did, which was not very much. And they're still running into a brick wall and averaging two yards per carry on offense. Turpin still fumbles the punt. Anger still fum, you know muffs the snap. They would have had a better chance to win. On fourteen to thirty seven. He's not going 14 oh, for 37. Awful. He was awful. I'm not going to defend Dak Prescott. No. Yeah. Dak Prescott was the reason they lost that. Well, a, a, a the major reason they lost that game. What was, was Xavier, terrible. What was Xavier's first point? We're talking. Oh, Dak, Dak does take responsibility, though. Yeah, that part is true. He says, basically, Stephen A. is right. He says nothing in press conferences. But he does own. Mike McCarthy's the one that doesn't own anything. Like, Jerry sounded pretty disappointed. McCarthy takes the public strategy of, hey, guys, I, I don't know what to tell you. It was bad. Let's move on. Uh, he is not going to publicly mm-hmm. admonish them ever. Now, a lot of people would say, what's the point of doing that? Why would you want to? What, what benefit is there to calling them out? He's definitely a player's coach publicly. I don't know if he's going off behind the scenes. I don't know if he's cussing them up and down today, whether he did it at halftime, whether he did it after the game. McCarthy will always take up for them publicly. Some people may like that. Um, all right. A few more calls and some texts. Stephen A. Smith laughing at us, of course, this morning. Uh, Zach Wolchuk is going to suffer yes. from the Micah Parsons bet, just like Gavin Dawson did on G-Bag on Friday. And at Fox, they may finally be turning on Skip Bayless. Did you see what Michael Strahan did to mm. Bayless yesterday? All that, Brad Sham at 840, right here on Sean and RJ. There's the snap. There's the spot. The kick is away. And the kick is good! The Seahawks win the game! They win it at home against the Rams. And now the playoff chances still live 
for the Seahawks. The final score, Seattle 19, the Rams 16. Most surprising teams in this NFL postseason. Mm. How do you rank them? The Seattle Seahawks, the New York Giants. Yeah. Got to be up there. Uh, Is it all surprises in the NFC? Jacksonville? I mean, but Jacksonville, you were waiting for, like, a Trevor Lawrence corner to be turned. Man, Urban Meyer's getting smoked. He is just the butt of every joke after Doug Peterson went in there. Uh, One of the players on Jacksonville a few days ago was quoted as, like, I feel so good for Trevor Lawrence uh, that he doesn't have to deal with Urban Meyer. He had to deal with Urban Meyer last year, and he's like, I would die for Doug Peterson. So the Doug Peterson love is there. Man, did they get lucky uh, against Tennessee. That fumble return from Dobbs oh, yeah. gave Jacksonville the AFC South it Saturday did. night. It did. Uh, you know, not that, that Tennessee was like outplaying them. No, but I mean, they had a, it wasn't they had a Jackson, fourth quarter lead. It wasn't Jacksonville's offense. No, they had a fourth quarter lead. I mean, that was, you know, and then, and then, you know, at the end of the game, you know, Tennessee gets the ball with a chance and they throw the ball in the flat on like a fourth and 10, fourth and 14. Very, very odd to do that, but I guess it's been. It's weird. He was going downfield all game, and all of a sudden, Dobbs decides to check down at the very end. Uh, didn't understand quite that. Uh, didn't understand that that much. But so the surprising playoff teams are Seattle, yep, New York, Miami, and the Jags. Miami, just from the sense of everyone thought a lot of people were writing Tua off, going to be done, and they didn't win a game in December. <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't win a game, and, and after. After his like next his like his first concussion, he was a little bit little bit off. He was a little bit off, but man, that was a uh, that, that was a really bad month for them in December. I don't know how, I don't know how they did it. I mean, the Jets are so bad. I mean, that 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 was such an awful game. What a bad beat! What a bad beat at the end there. If you had the Jets at the points, oh, at gosh. the very end with that lateral safety, good gosh. That's uh that's almost as bad as the uh the Kansas beat the other night uh in their bowl game where they mm-hmm. scored that those late touchdowns off an onside kick and made yep. it close. Um yeah, I you know this is funny because I remember you always asked the question at the beginning of the year Sean, what's what's the stat about the changeover from year to year with playoffs that you like uh five, five in, five new teams. Five new teams are Every in. Year. Uh which did we get five this year? We got Jacksonville, the Chargers Chargers we got like were out. Seven, I think. Seattle, Miami, Minnesota, New York, yeah. So we, it went over. I it's think the best stat in sports. It, and, uh, I think it was six. So yeah, it was, it was pretty reliable. Um, but man, that's the biggest one of me. If you would have said this team's in at the beginning of the the season, that I would have been stunned by is New York. I thought zero chance yep. the Giants were going to be good at the beginning of the year. And now the Giants are going to go to Minnesota. Boy, that is the for Chop. That's the flukiest match. That's the matchup oh, of the two flukiest teams in history. Someone's got to win. They already played earlier this year. Yeah, and it was a close game. What was it? It was yeah, like it was a, a five-point win for Minnesota. What, what do you – I don't want to – I'll save it for degenerate. I heard an interesting debate. And a debate. I don't know where that <laughs> came from. Uh, I heard an interesting debate about that point spread yesterday, and I was curious for your take on it. But we'll, we'll save that for Friday. We're doing degenerate. All right, we're going to have a TCU degenerate at 9 o'clock. Get you ready for the national championship after Brad Sham at 8.40 – and either later at the end of this week or on Monday, since the Cowboys are playing the Bucks on Monday night, I think we're going to have to have on our friend slash nemesis, Stephen A. Smith, again oh, yeah. after he responded to the Cowboy game last night. 
<laughs> All right, stop it real quick. I, I will say this. He does make me laugh when he starts that video every time he does the... He whips his head around. <laughs> he just whips it around with that look on his face. He's, that, he's got great stage presence. He does. That part of it is funny. This is Stephen A's cowboy celebration. <laughs> you thought I forgot about you, didn't you? You thought I forgot about you, but I didn't. You see... I could have laughed a whole lot longer, but I decided I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wait. I didn't want to overreact. It's the last game of the regular season. Those Dallas Cowboys still going to the playoffs. But you see how I kept preaching patience? Because all of a sudden, Dak Prescott can't get himself together. The running game can't get itself together. The special teams can't get itself together. Everything seems to be crumbling. Everything seems to be falling apart. Just like I told you, this is just the beginning. The playoffs are here, which means the crumbling is inevitable. (laughs) See you next week, Cowboy fans. Cowboys. So there you go. There's Stephen A. Looking right again as everyone last night and this morning thinks that the Cowboys will be eliminated. Round one again. There's one. There's one person who doesn't think that they will be eliminated. You? Jerry Jones, Dak Prescott. Las Vegas. Yep. Three. And that is probably the most important person and thing or entity to be on your side. But favored by three tells us that? Oh, yeah. On the road? Because that means in Arlington it'd be six or five? No, because they don't really give three anymore. Okay. They give like... Four and a half maybe there? Two max. Yeah, I was going to say four and a half if it was AT&T Stadium. No, because you're taking away one and a half to two from Tampa. So just by going to a neutral site, it's four and a half to five. So then it'd be seven. Seven. Do you, th- do you think they're any more than a three-point favorite if they don't just crap the bed against Washington? I would assume that line was out before. I was assumed that they, Vegas had a, a line in mind before. Even, you- though, even though the game wasn't, wasn't – we didn't know it was going to be the game. You know, they didn't, they didn't sit there at uh, 6.30 and say, oh, that's the matchup? Okay, here we go. Which I didn't understand why the Washington spread was so low. There you go. I got torched. In terms of saying take the Cowboys and the points. Vegas doesn't typically react to individual games. The line is basically the line regardless of the outcome of the previous game. Do they react to trends, though? They the react. Tennessee and Washington are concerning back-to-back performances. They will. I mean, look, they use computer models. So the computer models react to trends, but they don't usually overreact. The, Vegas will dock you for quarterback injuries and cluster injuries. So if both your tackles are out, they'll dock you a ton. So, did you see what Stephen A's former partner, did you see what Bayless tweeted yesterday? Was this the Russell Gage tweet or whatever? this kind of went under the radar. So, Skip, already getting destroyed for being insensitive towards DeMar Hamlin, tweeted this. Now Russell Gage is banged up. Tampa receiver. But, hey, I'll take it. Feels like by playing today, the Bucs decreased their chances of winning a potential home playoff game against the Cowboys. So, here's Skip, like, happy... And rooting for the injury that took place to Russell Gage. And that's when I said to myself, I think he might be losing it. I think, I think like mentally, his his mental capacity, maybe it's maybe it's fading a little bit. 
because you you're not supposed to and you don't see anyone cheer on injuries publicly especially someone in his position or stature no one says gage is banged up but hey i'll take it mm-hmm. i'll take it that he's hurt you're not supposed to root on injuries like that they're not uh so there's skip tweeting that michael strahan finally someone with some balls at fox no one else has them uh except for shannon a little bit michael strahan on the fox pregame show Talking about DeMar Hamlin while firing some shots at Bayless. I've struggled with this in a lot of ways because it's not so much just about, you know, being an athlete and experiencing being on the field and being that close to guys. And then you see something happen to a young man like that. It's just you don't have to be a football player to understand how big this was. And and you spoke about humanity. And I think but there were things done here by someone here at this network that were inhumane. And, and we sit here and we talk about how good, and I'm sorry to take it this way, but this, this, this route, but I just, I just felt like sensible people and sensible human beings have a heart. And they understand that, that your words and what you say really have an impact, not only uh, on that young man's family. And, 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 and so all the attention should be on this young man, his recovery. For yep. sensible people like us here to say that it didn't affect anybody at this network, nobody at this network minded, that's a lie obviously didn't talk to us because it matters to us. Woo! Matt Barnes went on his social media and said he had to talk an NBA player and a coach out of beating up Bayless in the last two years. <laughs> one year was a coach, one was a player. And he said, I think Skip's day is coming and it may not be getting fired that someone's going to put hands on him. And he's just being really disrespectful yeah. to Shannon. So that was Bayless saying, yep, yeah, Russell Gage hurt. I'll take it. I'll take it for the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, Skip is, uh, again, catching heat that he deserves, but also heat that he may not catch if he wasn't Skip. Right. That he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt. Yep. Because we are way more angry at Skip Bayless than we are at the Pittsburgh Steelers for that ridiculous oh, sack celebration they did yesterday. That Ooh. was dumb. Explain the, that. So... Uh, I, I there's the guys on the ground after he sacks somebody, and one of his players comes up and does chest compressions on him. CPR, like you know, man, a, a week later, like that's that's where we're going. Idiotic. That's bad. Anywhere. Yep. That that's insensitive. Anywhere. If you want to say you could have done that two weeks ago and nobody would have blinked an eye. Okay, I could buy that. Yeah, still probably something you don't want to do. Yeah, uh, but then doing it this week, yeah, man, uh, uh-uh. uh. How in trouble are the cow? What does this say about the Cowboys? Look, the beauty of sports is yesterday may mean nothing at all. We may be sitting there in the fourth quarter with a seventeen-point lead at Tampa Bay and saying meant nothing. This team has the mental fortitude to just forget. They ripped out the page. What does it actually mean, or are they in a lot of trouble? And what does Brad Sham remember about the first game of the year, and could Mike McCarthy be in trouble depending on what happens in the playoff game Monday night? The voice of the Cowboys, Brad Sham, joins us next. Snap is back. Four-man rush. Throws it in the end zone, caught for a touchdown. C.D. Lamb, that one was a bullet. That was a strike. 15 yards to Lamb. And I was still thinking they were okay. Couldn't possibly play as bad 
in the second half. I was wrong. That was a CeeDee Lamb touchdown with six seconds left in the second quarter, 13-6. to six. Why? Because Maher decided to be like the Washington kicker and miss his extra point. First six drives of the game, one first down. That drive where they finally decided and remembered, oh, yeah, CeeDee Lamb, he's our number one. We should throw it to him. Five first downs on that drive. Brad Shan, the voice of America's team, joining us here on Sean and RJ via the Diamond Factory Hotline with a big guest tonight. Hey, if he needs you to ice it, massage it, whatever you need to do, you got to get Van Der Esch back out there. He's the guest on the player show? Yep. What did last night say about the Cowboys, if anything? Um, uh, my guess is uh, very little. Uh, we'll know uh, in a week, but... Um... But my guess is very little. Uh, they uh, that was obviously a disaster. It was just it was just a colossal failure on just about every front. But um, I by the way, Bobby, what time did you get to sleep? Uh, One thirty. Oh, you beat me by at least an hour. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, here's here is um, here's what I my gut feeling, Sean is uh, they they wanted to win. They they're convinced they tried to win. Um, I, I don't think that's what they were mostly about, whether it was intentional or unintentional. Here's part of my evidence. How many times in a normal NFL game would, do you recall seeing the exact same pass play called twice in a row? Yeah, that's true. Well, it was, one was a curl, right, and the other one was an out. You talking about the Dak pick and near pick? And then, and then later they threw two deep bombs, seam routes right down the field, back to back. Threw the deep bomb, didn't get it. One was to, I think one was to Brown, one was to mm-hmm. Gallup. That never happens. They're, my gut feeling, and I don't expect that they will admit it this afternoon when the coaches talk. I think they were trying stuff. They were. Let, let's look at this. They, I think they were doing things in some circumstances that they would not normally do. Mm. And I think the example, Sean, that you just gave is further evidence. Um, that, I mean, how, how many times did they really get into hurry-up mode or try to get the ball to lamb? Or they were out of sync from anger dropping a punt snap, uh, literally – Babe, Babe had, had asked him about stuff like that before the game, so we blame Babe. Uh, it, but he, I think Anger said he'd never done that. That was before the game. He was talking about it. But they tried to one time. They 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 sent Elliott out on a wheel route. Yeah. Uh, and and the ball was thrown in the flat. I mean, he's they had miscommunication on routes between. Veteran play Prescott and Schultz, Prescott and Elliott, I mean, things that don't happen. And and all of them played poorly. And uh, all I know for sure is that we've all watched them all year long. They were horrible in the first game, and they were horrible in this game. And then for 16 weeks in the middle, they were pretty good. And this is not who they are. If this was who they were, then we wouldn't have we wouldn't be talking about a game next week. So it, it was a complete outlier. There are reasons for it. I'm not sure totally what they were. It was gruesome to watch. And uh, I guess the good news is that uh, no Cowboy fan had to pay for a ticket because it was away from home. 
So uh, it's that's over. Moving on. So look, I like what you're saying because it makes me feel better about the performance. But let me play devil's advocate. You are still in contention for the division title, the number one seed, even though it looks like Philly's going to win against the third stringers from New York. So why why screw around with experimenting with those things on the line? Without knowing the answer, the the best that I can say is they were keeping track of there I would say it's two things. One, they you talk about the number one seed, but San Francisco had to lose uh to who Arizona. Did they play? Arizona. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't gonna happen and they knew it wasn't gonna happen. But they were keeping track of both of those games. And and then if you tie to that, my guess is that they thought that they were going to be able to go play as you said in a tweet last night, completely vanilla. Let's just go play. We'll run plays, and we're not going to really try to uh, structure things the way we would. They were certainly experimenting in the secondary. So let's just try We think we can win the game by just being ourselves. And then it turned out that they couldn't. And, uh, but, you know, and, and then so then, then they were – then they were in deep doo-doo. And, you know, your point about even without the missed extra point, they they thought the same thing. I talked to Zach Martin after the game said, was there a point? I mean, at that point, it's 13-6. to six. It's not like it's things out of reach. You can't play worse than that, Yeah, we thought. And uh, <laughs> and you're there. You're right there. Did you think there was a point that uh, the game was going to turn around? He said, yeah, I think maybe in the second half because we went in the two-minute period and we – and we functioned well. We thought, okay, we can get some stuff done, and uh, and then they didn't. I mean, there are just too many, too many things completely uncharacteristic. Anger with the drop and Turpin, the guy muffs it right into the guy's bread basket. And I mean, it's just too many things. It's, it's it's the only thing that makes sense to me is that it's an outlier. Isn't that concerning then, Brad? Like, like, let's even say they were just going vanilla and it was all going to be about execution. Isn't it concerning that they had that much trouble just out executing Washington, though, especially with as, as banged up as Washington had been? You know, uh, Bobby, I would say it, you can certainly say yes. Uh, and on the other hand, it's a reminder that in the NFL, you know, that's I think that's the hardest game of the year to play, that last game when one team – is, especially if it's in a division game. So one team's going to play their butt off. And uh, that quarterback was fired up, and whoever they had in front of them was going to be fired up. And so they're, they're going to be after it. And you just, you're just not going to be. You can't be. There's no way you can, have, you can expect human beings. We would like to. Uh, there's no way you can expect human beings to have the focus that, for instance, they will have next Monday night. I'm not saying they're going to win, but they'll have better focus. Mm-hmm. They, won't, they won't make those mistakes. You can't possibly have that focus in a game like this. And so, I, so that, in that sense, uh, it's less concerning to me. I mean, we want, we want them – we all want to say you only have to do this 17 times a year. Do your best all the time. Right. And, and – they believe they're doing their best. There's not a football player anywhere who knows that a bad game is coming. Uh, maybe sometimes if practice has been horrific and there's nightmares going on on the practice field that we never see. But generally speaking, somebody has prepared better, has more of an edge, whatever. 
it it just happens. And so it's not fun, and it doesn't inspire confidence. So, Bobby, I'll give you that. It does not inspire confidence, but it doesn't. It's not going to keep me from sleeping. Brad Chan, voice of the Cowboys, join us one hundred five through the fan. Are you surprised they're a favorite in Tampa? I'm, I'm shocked. Yes, I think that's stupid. I, th- I mean, I think they they've been, but they've been favored in a few games. Remember the beginning of the year, they were underdogs all the time, and then McCarthy said we're nobody's underdog, and then they they were beating everybody, and now they get in a part of the year where they're favored, where there's absolutely no reason for them to be favored logically. I mean, third party objectively there's no doesn't seem to be any reason for them to be favored why so yes why why, uh, why, why why shouldn't they be favored in your opinion uh because tampa had to play the way it had to play forget about yesterday uh to get up to this point they had to rally and be tom brady and overcome injuries they've been missing people and they're they were eight and nine you know they they earned those other you want to throw yesterday out because they didn't play everybody great. They're, they earned the other eight losses, too. Yeah. So, uh, but then they came back, and they and they were what they had to do to win the division. You can say they won a bad division, but they had to win the games enough to win them. And they're playing at home, and they've got momentum, and the Cowboys are coming off that nonsense. And, uh, yeah, that's, I think it's silly that they would go on the road and – be favored until you understand that the line is all about getting people to, to bet. Right. In your experience, your vast, legendary experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heading into the postseason on a roll or stumbling or struggling, to summarize that, but your experience of it means what? It, it means whatever you want it to mean, and, and it's like the old uh, joke about, uh, there's lies, damned lies, and statistics. I mean, it, you can make it be whatever you want it to be. There, they were, they were they on a roll last year. I mean, we've we've all seen years yeah. where they have played poorly. Not just them. Pick a team, right. and then you have to pick an era because it's not the same as it was 20 years ago or 15 years ago because because uh, the game has changed. It's wider open and. Uh, free agency and money have have changed things. So yeah, I've seen teams go into the playoffs on a roll and lose right away. And I've seen teams go in um, not apparently being impressive at all and find it on the practice field. I don't remember what year it was. I remember one year the Chiefs prima homes. They were making a run. They I think they had statistically the worst run defense in the league. And I think maybe they played the Colts. Something makes me want to say with Edger and James, Manning and Edger and James. And all of a sudden they started playing great run defense. I mean, things like that happen in the playoffs. So um, we want everything to make sense. We want there to be momentum, positive and negative. Uh, we want everything to fit in the little box that makes us, and makes us feel comfortable with, with summing it all up. The fact that it, that's never the case is what makes watching sports fun. Do you think something could happen, something could play out Monday night against the Buccaneers that could put McCarthy's status in trouble? Um, they, if they were to play like this again, uh, that, I think that, that, might, may, that might do it. Okay. If they if they get 
beat by Tom Brady. Like, for instance, in the opener, we didn't really see Tom Brady. Right. They just ran the ball too well. He never had to beat Tom Brady. Uh, if they get beat by Brady, you know, if they're if if both teams score in the 30s and they have the ball last and Brady brings them down the field and they win the game at the end, it would be a gut punch. Uh, it would be horrible. But if they play well the rest of the time, and they get beat by Tom Brady, I don't think that would put him in jeopardy. If they play like they played yesterday, then uh, I would think all conversations would be open. But I, I, I think that um, those hypotheticals, um, while they're, they're mandatory for a, a multiple-hour talk show, um, they, you, there's not time to consider the whole body of work. I mean, you really have to look at the strides they've made, the things they have accomplished already. Last time they were in the playoffs two years in a row. Last time they won double-digit games two years in a row. Um, I mean, heck, fire. If, if, let's get stop on the runway going out to Oxnard. We just hit the pause button. Right. 12 and 5. Anybody in? Yep. 12 and forget about the runway. Yeah. After game one, when Dak was out. Several times. Triple in. Yeah, right? All in. It, it, coming back from Oxnard, the day that Tyron got hurt. Yeah. The first game, like you're saying. Yeah. So that's all. That's also part. That's okay. that's in the recipe, too. I agree. Let's, you know, let's all let's consider the whole thing. Uh, and, and then I think you have to do that if in order to answer the question that you asked, then I think you have to throw all of that in there, and I believe that that would be the case. All right, get Van Der Esch back on the field tonight. Thank you. We'll be oh, listening. I, I don't think he needs my help. I think he's ready to go. Brad <laughs> Sham, Diamond Factory Hotline, the voice of America's team. Can TCU – would it be a miracle? Do we, do we need to stop using that term? Can TCU shock the world? And how Micah Parsons screwed Zach Walchuk while Babe Laufenberg was feeling – um. Low. Not low. The opposite of low. The opposite. Final hour, Cowboys Monday, as maybe Babe had the munchies next.